I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Hello, my loves. How are you? I hope you're all doing amazing and had a good weekend. I hope it was a long weekend for you. Um, my weekend was very chill. It was very relaxing because something that I am learning and trying to teach myself is that rest is productive. And I keep having to remind myself of that. February was like a weird month so far, especially the middle of February. And I don't know if anybody else felt this, but like up until the new moon yeah, uh, today, <laughs> today, my energy levels were so low. I was feeling very introverted and like everything just felt super hard. And I feel like that was like a collective feeling that was kind of going on. Um, and so I really, really had to just listen to myself and listen to what my body needed and what my mind needed and rest. And it's hard to rest for me specifically because, yes, I own my own business. So every minute that I'm just resting, I'm like, well, I should be doing this and I need to be doing this. And honestly, we forget that rest is just as productive or we're going to reach that like burnout Um And then it's going to be really, really hard for us to get back on track once we've burnt out. So rest was needed this weekend. And I gave that to myself. Something I've also been really thinking about is um, healing and growing and evolving and how much of a different person I have really become in the last three years. The way that I show up for myself, the way that I show up in my relationship, the way that I show up even in my business has just been a complete shift for the positive, for a positive shift, okay? Um, last year was so hard for me. And, you know, it's so interesting because I left my abusive relationship 10 years ago. <laughs> and that seems like a really long time. And most people would be like, well, you left that relationship 10 years ago, like, Why did you just start completely healing recently? Well, you know, because it takes time, because it takes work, because there's no just quick fix to healing the relationship that you have with yourself. Um, You know, just like there's no quick fix with like diet fads, if you are going to do one of those like super popular fad diets, great, it's just going to be temporary. It's not going to work long term. And the same thing kind of goes with your self-love, self-acceptance, healing journey. Um, You can always take baby steps. And yes, you grow. It's like climbing up a mountain and then you get to like this viewpoint and then you stop and you rest there and you chill for a little while. And then you have to keep climbing a little bit. And then maybe, you know, you stumble along the way and it's just this constant climbing battle. And I feel very at peace with where I am in my healing journey now. I feel like, okay, like I feel pretty good, but it wasn't easy getting here. Um, It took a long time and it took a lot of steps 
And so over the course of starting my business was really truly when I started to heal and learn a lot about myself because stepping into the work that I'm doing, I have to be very self-aware. I have to be very cautious about the information I put out there. I have to be very um I I do a lot of the own my own stuff, okay? So like I practice what I preach. Everything that I've taught, I've seen it either work for myself or I've seen it work for my clients. And I don't just wing it. And I don't just give quick fixes. And I don't just give you worksheets to, you know, be like, here, use this journal prompt and you'll be, you'll feel better because it's just not realistic. It's just not realistic. Okay. My clients freaking know that if you come to me and you're like, Christina, I need help setting boundaries. I'm not going to just flip a, you know, piece of paper in front of you and be like, okay, what are those boundaries? This is how you set them. No, I'm going to literally tell you, okay, you're going to go out and you're going to set this boundary. That is your homework to do. And then it's your responsibility to do so. And that hardest part is just doing it. When I first started my healing journey, I started with meditation and it changed my life. It took me a lot of time to heal from the meditation, um, but it did. It really did help me. It helped me get quiet. It helped me go inward. It helped me, you know, really ask myself the hard questions. And I didn't just meditate once and then was like, oh, I'm cured. I'm healed. No, I would wake up and I would pee and I would meditate (laughs) and then I would go about my day. And then sometimes in the middle of the day, if I felt triggered, I would meditate in the middle of the day. And then I would meditate before bed. And I really, really leaned into that practice. And it really helped me learn the areas where I needed to do the most healing. I had a lot of, you know, hurt and disappointment and pain from people that I have loved. And for a long time, I blamed myself. (laughs) And a lot of you know, I've had a little bit of a strained relationship with my dad. It's on the right track now, but it wasn't always easy getting here. He didn't come to my wedding. Um, I had a lot of resentment towards him that I needed to heal. I had a lot of resentment towards my ex that I needed to heal. I had a lot of pain and hurt also from the relationship with my mom even that I needed to heal. Um, Because for so long you know, her problems were more bigger than anybody else's problems. And my dad could never swallow his pride and ever tell me that he was proud of me or ever show up for me in any type of way. And my ex, you know, he was my ex. I'm just going to leave that there. He was a pretty horrible human being who had glimmers of, oh, he could be a good person. And then he would prove me wrong over time and time again. But In that relationship, it was full of verbal abuse. And so it was a lot of words. And with my dad, it was a lot of words that I was telling myself. And when we get stuck in those stories and those narratives that we tell ourselves, it can repeat over and over and over again. And we start to believe them to be true. And so my healing journey had a lot to do with breaking those things that I had believed to be true and then creating my own reality about what I knew to be true within myself, okay? I had to completely find out who I was again, what I enjoyed, what lit me up, what made me feel fulfilled, what, you know, 
made me happy, not what made other people happy, not what made other people comfortable, but what made me happy, what made me feel comfortable, what made me feel seen and understood. And there's like that part of you that's never, ever going to 100% be understood by anybody else in this world because the only person who's ever going to truly understand you is you because you're the only person who's ever lived through your own experiences. And so meditation really got me those first few steps to be able to go inward and figure out what it was I was feeling, what I needed to really heal. And so I would seek out meditations that I needed in that moment. Some days I needed gratitude, right? I did a lot of guided meditation. So some days I needed guided meditations about gratitude, about being grateful for what I had on those days that I was comparing myself to other people around me. I needed to come back to who I was and realize all of the amazing things that I had. On the days that I felt triggered in my relationship and I would blow up at my partner and yell at my partner, I needed to lean into a meditation about, you know, triggers. Why am I feeling triggered in this moment? And about being self-aware, about being finding the calm (laughs) before the storm takes over. So I was very self-aware during my meditation stage, and I still meditate to this day, just not as heavily, but during this beginning of my healing journey, I was very self-aware of the meditations that I needed to do, and I did them, okay? So if I needed the gratitude, I would do gratitude. If I needed, if I wanted to manifest, I would do a manifesting one. If I needed clarity, I would do a clarity meditation. So I just showed up and did the things and got quiet for a little while in my own mind. Okay. I also did a lot of journaling in the beginning. Technically journaling is not my thing. I tried it. I still do it every now and then, but you know, I broke both of my hands, um, cheerleading. And so writing is really, really hard for me. My hands cramp up and, um, I can't write for long periods of time, which makes me sad, but it just means it's just not my thing and that's okay. But when I would journal, I would just talk about how I felt a lot of the time. I would say things that I didn't really say to other people, and I would let it be kind of like mental note-taking. And so if you really love to journal, do the journaling, do the meditating too. Um, I will preach it loud and proud, like meditating changed my life, but so did journaling. It got me clear on what I really wanted in this world because I would do a lot of the journaling um, in manifestation forms and I would start scripting the perfect day in my life, how I felt, what my hobbies were, what my habits were, um, what the view was outside of my windows. And I got very clear through journaling on what it is I wanted my life to look like. So that was really helpful for me when I wanted to start to feel not so broken, not so lost in what I was feeling. And then I leaned into the probably hardest thing that I leaned into on my healing journey. Um, Well, two of the hardest things, one being self-acceptance, okay? Changing my ideology about what self-love meant to not being, well, I'll love myself when I lose 10 pounds. Not being, oh, well, I'll love myself when I hit 10,000 followers. Not being, oh, I'll be successful and love myself when I get to X, Y, Z, okay? It was, I need to 
love and accept myself as I am right here, right now on this journey and not only when I get to a destination. Because I don't know, freaking like what 90% of our lives are the actual journey. So you're only going to love yourself when you get to a single destination that you've reached. Okay, but then there's going to be a next destination that you want to reach. So changing your mindset from being like, okay, like self-love. Yeah, great. I'm going to, you know, do self-care and I'm going to tell myself these affirmations. Like that doesn't work. (laughs) I tried the affirmation thing and it doesn't work. Because you're telling yourself affirmations that you don't even believe in. So what you have to do is go inward on the things that you accept about yourself and can embrace about yourself right here, right now, right? I am so proud of myself for showing up every single day. I am so grateful and I love my life because I get to wake up every day and do what I love to do, right? It's finding the joy and what you have going on right here, right now. I am so happy and I love that I'm able to wake up in my cozy bed next to a partner that I love, right? Finding peace and acceptance of your life right here, right now. That honestly completely changed the game for me. And when I started doing that and when I started really believing that everything does work out for me, and telling myself nice things, <laughs> it really, really helps. And even on the bad days, and let me tell you, last year I had a lot of bad days. I had a lot of bad days. I had a lot of days in bed. I had a lot of days where I didn't want to get up. I had a lot of days of not even believing in myself or the work that I was doing. And so I gave myself permission to have those bad days. I would lay in bed. I would cry. I would complain to my partner and feel sorry for myself. But I never stayed in that place. I moved forward. And I was like, okay, today I'm wallowing, but tomorrow I'm doing something about it, right? And it was in every day that I chose to get out of bed. It was in every moment that I chose to keep going. Every day that I just took a baby step, that made the big difference for me. Um, And I know it's hard for a lot of people to do that. And it requires a really good support system. Like my husband is an amazing support system and he would let me have my bad days and he would be like, but tomorrow is a new day, right? And he would always just say, you have to believe in yourself. And for a while I would poo-poo him and be like, yeah, whatever. You always say the same thing. I know. I got it. I believe in myself. But he was right. He was really right. Because the minute that I just was like, listen, everything is going to work out the exact way that it's supposed to work out because everything always ends up working out for me was when I started to just see the real results that I was craving. I started making big money in my business, started getting clients. I started growing my following because I just knew in my heart that this is what I was meant to do and nothing was ever going to stop me. And I gave myself permission to have those hard moments, but I pushed through those hard moments and then showed up the next day, right? Um, And lastly, I had to forgive. (laughs) I had to forgive, you know, I did Reiki for a little while and I thought that that was healing me from my past. It did. It helped. Reiki's great. Um, But I honestly think that the biggest shift happened with healing from my abusive relationship was when I chose to forgive and take it into my own hands. So when I left that relationship, I just left, right? And we didn't have contact for a while. And then he chose to reach out to me and he got to write his little, you know, make myself feel better. I'm so sorry. 
you know, you were the one that got away. He sent me that long ass paragraph message. And I had told myself in that moment, okay, like I can forgive him. Great. You know, we can move forward. But this motherfucker, sorry, excuse my French, but he kept showing up in my dreams all the time up until this last couple months ago was last year. I posted it about on my stories and I was like, why does he keep showing up in my dreams? I thought I had moved forward from this. I thought that I have healed from this, but there's clearly still something here showing me that I'm not fully healed because why are you in my dreams? Please go away. (laughs) Please go away. Um, And I was like, you know, he got to say his piece, but I never got to say mine. I never got to write out how I felt about this entire situation. I never got to tell him how his actions impacted me. I never got to tell him what I have turned my life into now thanks to him, right? And I never got to tell him that I forgave him and that I am moving forward. And I needed to get that out of my system. And I sat there and for a while I was like, I'm just going to write it out, but I'm not going to send it. And I was like, no, I'm going to send it. I've got nothing to lose. Now, of course, like sometimes I guide my clients through this exercise and I'm like, if you don't want to send it, don't send it. We're not going to send it. We're just going to write the forgiveness letter and then you're going to burn it and then we're going to let it be. But for some reason, I felt really compelled to send it. So I did. And it was beautifully written. It was everything that I needed to say to him, um, including a forgiveness, including, you know, that little brag about how good my life is now that he's not in it. Um, and that, you know, I'm moving forward. And as soon as I hit send, my heart like fell out of my ass. Like I was so scared, but I needed to do it so badly. But I felt like that sigh of relief and I cried. I looked at my partner and I cried because obviously I told him I was doing this and I just cried. And I didn't think he was going to respond. And my message to him that I wrote, I said, I do not want you to respond. I do not need you to respond. I would prefer you don't respond. Of course he responded. And I even tried to like block his email before he could even respond. And I was like, oh my God, I've had him blocked on Instagram. I had him blocked on, you know, phone texting. And I couldn't figure out how to block someone on email. But you can only block someone on email if they email you. So I was like, okay, I'm going to send it. And then I'm going to have it like move to my trash. Like me and my husband like tried to figure it all out, but it didn't work. It didn't work. (laughs) And so all of a sudden like, this guy, he answered in like 0.5 seconds. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm scared to look, I'm scared to look because he was not a nice person. And of course his response was exactly what I needed it to be. Exactly what I freaking needed it to be. It was rude, it was mean, it was one sentence and it was all about him. He was like, (laughs) he was like, well, I'm glad that my past demons, you know, worked out for you. Uh, My mom just died, so... I'm great. Cheers. And I was like, okay, like, I'm really sad that your mom passed away. Like, that is very, very sad, but has nothing to do with what I'm talking to you about. And absolutely, of course, you made it about you because you're a narcissist um, and you didn't even get the point. And it was in that moment, I obviously didn't reply back. That was my opportunity to block him. But it was in that moment that I was like, God, this is exactly what needed to happen. Because even after all of these years, he hasn't changed. Even after all of these years, he still made it about him. Even after all of these years and his, you know, lame apology that he sent to me, he never meant it, right? He did that for him. He didn't do that for me. 
Um, and it was the biggest weight off my shoulders that I have ever felt in my entire life. And guess what? I haven't had a dream about him since. <laughs> so your dreams have a funny way of telling you what you need to do in order to work through your healing journey. And I've just trusted myself throughout this process and I've done the things and I've remained consistent with doing the things. And I understand that in a couple of months, in six months, in a year, that you probably aren't going to ever feel fully healed, that we are constantly on this roller coaster of healing and it's going to feel like up and down and crazy turns and whiplash every now and then. But you know what? There is that steady line of peace and calm and serenity and knowing that you get to be in the driver's seat of every direction and every turn that you choose to take on this healing journey, right? And I feel great. I feel amazing. And I, you know, know that maybe this is temporary and, you know, because life is going to keep happening and we always will have something to heal from, but I know that I can do it. And I know what it takes to do it. And I know what works for me. And that's why I love what I do so much is because I guide my clients through finding things that work specifically for them. Because there's no one way or the highway fixed to healing and growing and evolving. You have to do the things that feel good for you or you're not going to do them. You have to have a toolbox and a support system that works for you, that you can remain consistently doing, or it's not going to work, right? Or you're not going to want to do it. Um, And so that's why it's just so important to kind of, you know, work with someone, have that support system, have a toolbox of things you can choose from that feel good for you, that fuel that mind, body, and soul, and lean into your healing journey because it's not easy. It's really not easy. But let me tell you from someone who's done it, God, it's so worth it. It is so worth it. And then you find a partner who you're like, this is why I'm doing this. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, this is why I'm doing this. It's for you, right? I'm doing this for me. Yes, I'm doing this for my relationship and for my partner. I've healed for that too. But I've healed for me more importantly because my outlook, my mindset, my ideologies on life and how I navigate through even my hardest days are just so beautiful and amazing. And I find peace in all of it. Um, and I want you guys to all find that same peace as well. So, you know, I hope this helps. Please, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, need someone to talk to, want some support on your own healing journey, please never hesitate to reach out to me. Next month, I'm actually coming out with a group program all about healing from your past and being able to move forward in your future, not letting your past dictate um, your present or your future. Because I think that that's a really important thing that means something so near and dear to my heart. Um, and, you know, you've got this. Just remember that one day and one step at a time. Okay, my loves? And you know the drill. If you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or night, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night, my loves.